Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of the heroes triumph against darkness. A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. And welcome to this episode of the RPG Show present not presents Jesus Christ. I am off today, guys. This is the RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host. This is a show we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. And with me today, I have Nicholas Pokemon Go Go Gone Gantner. Oh no, actually, I don't. I'm by myself today, guys. Um, I'll get I'll explain why and what we're doing today and all that stuff in a minute. But first up, first up. I have, we have a new review uh, up in Canada, that's right, our lovely neighbors to the north, uh, from Ardian Sparks, it's a five-star review, so it's a podcast to look forward to. In short, this is a consistent quality podcast that you will sub, that's right, you're going to do it. Every week they release a show that dives, I think it's every other week, but every week they release a show that dives very deep into a chosen RPG, tackling every part of the game and breaking down their experiences and finally finishing it off by scoring the game on different categories. But some of their best content is when they get drunk, aka lists and liquor. If you like the RPG po- retro RPG podcast off-topic tangents, then you will love this gold. I will give this a Nick score of 6 out of 5. Alright, well, um... Thank you very much for that review, and it's kind of ironic that I read that review on this show because um, it is one of those occasions where uh, planning just kind of went to shit. Um, so just a little back, I know I normally don't get too incredibly personal on the show, but over the past two weeks, uh, you know, a lot's gone on. So... Um, First off, like uh, I was sick for quite a few days and not the kind of sick that gives me the sultry radio voice. Then um, my truck, my main mode of transportation, broke down in Chesapeake, which is about an hour and a half from where I actually live. So I actually had to take time off work um, to ride out there, put parts on it, and then that didn't ultimately fix it, and I spent the better part of a day and a half um, fooling around with this truck, trying to get it back close enough that I could afford to tow it and get it to my mechanic. Long story short, I did get it close um, back. I ended up cracking the entire housing that holds the thermostat uh, in the process, but uh, the mechanic got it. It's all fixed. It wasn't the end of the world. Um, but that did take up some of my time and my uh, capacity of uh, will to do anything other than eat, sleep, and keep moving. 
and then, uh, you know, just scheduling between me and Nick getting together to record the show kind of fell apart, and we decided kind of last minute, unfortunately, that we would, uh, you know, go back and forth through text message, through email, through, you know, Google Docs or whatever, uh, to score out these lovely ladies in the talent section, and um, we would each come up with some, like, I would, I had him record a few audio bits, and then I was going to put it together to, sort of like in the vein of Matrix Finale, not nothing uh, that dramatic um, or over the top, but then uh, the past couple days, it's been hot as bejesus, okay? So outside right now, it's like 99 degrees, a heat index of well over 100. And the office, unfortunately, um, with the addition built on the house, the central air was no longer uh, big enough to heat the upstairs or cool the upstairs and the addition. And so um, I had to close off the central air intake and out up here, and I got a unit, uh, like a window unit, to run upstairs to keep it cool, and that bitch fucking just, it didn't last no time, I have to take it back and trade it out, so I don't have any sort of cooling going on up here right now other than a fan you might be able to hear running in the distance, so I've... You know, I haven't even been recording 10 minutes. I, you know, maybe five minutes of prep when I sat up here. I'm already drenched in sweat. So the whole sitting down and piecing something together just isn't going to happen. Um, but in the sake of, I want to, like, I don't like missing an episode and I really don't like the fact that this is a day late. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go through and I'm going to play those bits recorded to kind of, it'll summarize for you, uh, summarize for you um, how we felt about each of the contestants, okay? And we've just already decided who's going forward um, and who's not. And I'm going to go over a lot of that information for you. The only thing you're going to miss out is the sort of back and forth on that. But that would have just been a lot of us typing in and talking to each other because we didn't have a third host set up. And um, I collected some input from listeners via forums and uh, email, but it wasn't enough to really serve as a third host. Um, we did have a third host plan for a little while, but that kind of fell through too, so it's just like this culmination of shit saying, fuck you, the RPG show. It's just, you know, one of those times. And unfortunately, I didn't have... It's not the first time this has happened, but generally, I, I sometimes I can come with a bright idea to kind of save us at the last minute. And I didn't have one this time. And I'm sorry for that, but, uh, you know, that we just move on. And I'm going to provide, you know, I want, you know, I want to put something out. And so this show will probably be a shorter show. Um, and, again, it's a solo show, so I do love the sound of my own voice. We all know I love to talk. So, you know, it's just be me. And, you know, all those Nick, Nick fans out there are just going to, they're just turning off their fucking, you know, iPod or whatever right now. You know, sorry about it. He'll be back uh, for the next episode. So, all right. Without too much uh, to do about anything, I will just, I guess what I'll do here is I'll just go down through the folder because I don't even have these up on the soundboard. I have them in a folder like I would have, you know, pulled them up to edit them. And um, so I'll just go down the list in order that we have them listed here in the dock and play the the bits um, that either myself or Nick recorded it to, to summarize, you know, how we feel about the characters kind of thing. And um, I'll just play them kind of in order 
without a whole lot of stopping. And then at the end, I'll kind of give you like the top eight out of in combat, the top eight out of out of combat, the top eight out of general awesomeness, and then the eight that are actually moving on. Um, and then, you know, we'll talk for a little bit. I got some other stuff to talk about, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, probably won't be, uh, you know, a hell of a long show. But, uh, you know, I'm going to do my best here, guys, uh, you know. So, who's first? Let's go, I mean, sorry for the clicking, you're going to hear a lot of mouse rolling, because like I said, I would normally have this all on the soundboard prepared, ready to go, um, but I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants here today, guys, so let's go, alright, first up, um, where's that folder, there we go, let's just go right here. The lovely professor herself, I'd let her administer my CD exam if you know what I mean. In combat, she serves as the party's blue mage. While not the party's strongest warrior, she holds her own to earn a spot and many runs through Ultimacia's castle. Even though she's no leading woman, her involvement in the plot and a bitching triple triad card makes this judge a die-hard treppy. Also, let us not forget, she uses a whip. The lo Yep, that was, uh, that was Quistus. Uh, I don't even know why I didn't say her name in the thing. Moving on to the next one that I hope I said the name in. Well, I'll just say it's Jean. All right, it's Jean. A true crowd pleaser, Jean stands head and chest ahead of other mages in the Soikoden series. In combat, she proves to be one of the most effective mages in game, even with a rune slot being limited to her signature charm rune. In mo many cases, she provides a rune shot for the hero in retinue. Her mysterious past and appearance in each of the five main games, all without appearing to age, makes her rate high in pure awesomeness. Alright, that was Jean. Oh, there goes the dogs. This is going to be great. I just love how this is just coming together, guys. Alright, so next up we have... Ah, oh, shit. What a lovely... Ah, sorry. Sorry, it opened in the wrong program. Sorry, ignore that. Ignore it. Sorry. What a lovely little lady. A goddess in her own right. Luna is an amazing healer, however, her physical skills are a little lackluster. A promising member of the party, Luna unfortunately is kidnapped and bewitched into becoming a villain. She starts with a cute little outfit, gains a pretty rocking getup, and is ultimately the motivating factor for the hero of the story to achieve his goals. What a lovely little- Oops, laid it again. Alright, so there's Luna. Sorry that was a little quiet. I'll see if I can turn that up in post. Alright, so after Luna... We have this right here. I'm gonna click the thing. This is great radio. This is fantastic radio. This red hot woman will be there until the end of the world, literally. Velvet is an accomplished fighter, able to dance around the battlefield, making quick work of her enemies. Over the course of her story, she strives to prevent Armageddon, but is ultimately unsuccessful. However, in her risque red outfit, she continues unabated, determined to prevent the destruction of the world. All right, that was Velvet. You know, his are really quiet. I think he has his... Uh, um, no, I'll just, I'll just play his thing. I'm not going to read his, like, because I don't... Because I'll be stumbling over it and whatever. All right, so next up is... Ellie, Eliam, her, yeah. Oh Damn. boy, the mother of humanity herself. Ellie, as her friends know her, is phenomenal in combat. 
With her ether abilities and her giant robot, aka Gear, she could potentially be the strongest party member in the game. This girl is another unfortunate victim of brainwashing and fights against the party on many occasions, but in the end, she and her man, Fei Fong Wong, are able to preserve humanity. Alright, so that was Ellie. Next up is Alice Fantasy Star Fame. That's right. Um, Fantasy Star Fame. Poor Chaz. I can only imagine how it must feel to have a mentor with such striking beauty, only to have her ridicule him at every turn. While not in the party long, Alice serves as the party's carry until the hero gains a few levels. Her accident proves to be a pivotal moment in the game and for its lead character. However, her pure sass and combat prowess makes this judge wonder exactly where the title Eight Strokes Warrior comes from. Alright, yeah, I'm moving on. You can kind of see the the gist we were going for, and I you know, I really wish I could have pulled it together, but you know. The show must go on. The winged lady in all her majesty, this blonde haired beauty in all of her incarnations also sports a lovely pair of wings from her back. Nina mainly plays a support role, but she is often the pillar of support the party needs. She is also able to transform into a giant bird and carry the party across the world in most of her incarnations. Together with Ryu, she is able to always stop the big bad and save the day. Alright. After that, oh, yeah, I know it was, uh, there we go. The Snoo Snoo Queen. Ayla is no magician, but uses her power and agility to punch the bejesus out of those filthy reptiles. While she may give up the Dreamstone after a silly soup chugging competition, she rules her clan with a fierce tenacity that has earned her much respect. An early deviation from the woman equals healer trope makes this foxy cave woman rate high in this judge's eyes. Alright. Yep, awesome radio. Just yep, great. <laughs> I should probably stop, like you know, downplaying it. I mean, I'm doing the best I can. Uh, you know, it's whatever. Sorry. This felt sorceress is winning hearts all across the Kokiri Wilds. Powerful magic and shape-shifting abilities make her worth any warden's affection. The series of events in Dragon Age flow strangely, but all interactions she participates in result in a sultry wit and deep knowledge that leaves many warders uneasy. That same wit and her backwoods witchcraft make her an intriguing contestant, to say the least. That was Morgan, by the way. I don't know how many more of these. I didn't fucking put the name in like a jackass. I did that a week ago. I don't know what... Like, cause I think I was back and forth how I was planning to like, uh, like put it together. Like I was thinking maybe, you know, like have like the, the, the announcer with the echo in the, the, you know, uh, crowd behind him and he'd be like, up oh, next, 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 next kind of fucking thing. And you know, the do 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 whatever kind of thing. Uh, so, you know, my bad. The Swordmaster from the Plains. This strong, independent woman is no slouch on the battlefield. When she becomes a Blade Lord and is able to find her soul, Kadi, there is nobody who can stop her and her lightning-fast attacks. She works together with her friends, and they are able to slay a Dark Lord as well as a Fire Dragon, and keep their world from being destroyed. Not too bad for a day's work. Alright, that was Lin. Lin, yeah, from Fire Emblem. Fame. Now where's that? I didn't fucking lost my shit. I don't even know what's happening anymore. It's great. I should just curl up in a ball and die. 
Wow, that's dark. Like, I shouldn't talk like that. Who doesn't love a babe with personality disorders? With Pearl, you get two ladies for the price of one. One is a lovely, soft-spoken lady in white. While she may fall to many dangers, she remains kind-hearted and caring. Flip that switch and you have a hammer-wielding badass dressed in black. Our hero spends many hours chasing her down to save her, and in the end, she just ends up saving herself. White, pearl, or black, this gem-hearted gal will leave you wanting to experience both sides. I probably should have said your dark side, but whatever. I mean, I'm you know, just 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 take it and poo-poo it. I don't really know. Alright, so let's go with who's next? Is that the right next one? I think that's the next one. What? I don't even know what's happening anymore. Okay, alright. Yeah, great radio. Violetta stands alone as the only villain in this competition. Her deadly weapon combos and magic can prove to be a challenge to the party on multiple occasions. Her undying loyalty to Emilius is coveted by many a warm-blooded man. For what she may lack in personality, she makes up in wardrobe and weapon choice. I mean, that's a fucking scythe. Yeah, no, Violetta, I think you could probably remember, uh... Our little discussion when we were choosing these were like, oh, I don't know who that is. And, you know, there wasn't a whole lot out there about her. I mean, she's a, she's a villain in Grandia 3. I mean, that's, a, that's like, she she's kind of like a reoccurring, like, uh, kind of like bad guy in that. Almost like the Turks, but with less comedy relief kind of thing. So, you know. Sylvanas, the Banshee Queen. In life, she was one of the deadliest warriors in elven society. In death... She managed to free herself and innumerable other undead from the control of the Lich King. Her ability to avoid death on multiple times and having one of the most intriguing and longest running stories in the Warcraft mythos make this judge forever claim fealty to the Dark Lady. So on multiple times. Wow. Like, oh God, all this stuff I had to go back and fix. Like, there's not enough time in the day. I can't believe I... I'm an idiot. I can't believe I'm an idiot, but I can't believe I said on multiple times. Like, I mean, whatever. The Valkyrie herself. This blue-haired goddess saves strong warrior souls from the clutches of hell and recruits them for the battle in Asgard. The main character of her game, she is always in your party and is the best warrior, whether she is using her bow or her sword. If you play your cards right, she will become the goddess of creation and be reunited with the love of her life, Lucian. All right, Lineth. You know Nick's love for fucking Valkyrie profile, so we can only imagine what his scores for her look like, right? Yeah, let, yeah. just use your imagination. Okay. It's Calamity Jane. This fiery girl is a dream chaser slash treasure hunter who can rival Rudy Roughknight. With her arms, she searches for treasure to fund the orphanage in her hometown, but don't tell her I told you that. While she doesn't join the party in the original Walled Arms, she joins the party in the Walled Arms remake Alter Code F near the end of the game to take down the Metal Demons. Alright. And I'm sorry, by the way, if you guys can hear me, like, drinking on the mic, but, like, I gotta stay hydrated because I can't begin to, like, I'm kind of even uncomfortable running the computer up here. It's so fucking hot. Like, if I had a thermometer, I bet you it's, like, 115 degrees up here. Like, it's no fucking joke. I'm gonna stroke out. Okay, what is... Uh, alright, so I think this is the last one. 
This stunning seventh Fallist is on a mission to stop the world from being destroyed, like so many others. But with her powerful magical phonic hymns, she is a force to be reckoned with. She has a soft spot for anything cute despite her cold exterior, and with her friends she is finally able to protect the world and is even rewarded with the return of the love of her life. Alright, so that was basically all of it. Um, again, I'll run down the contestants here. We have Alice from Fantasy Star 4. You know, um, ultimately, she's a cool character. She's badass. Um, she's a hard ass. She, she just rides Chaz's ass. Um, she dies early. You know, you don't get a whole lot out of her. Um, she doesn't get the development to make her into a truly dynamic, interesting character. Um, Ayla... Uh, is essentially, you know, your smash em up brute character in that, that game. Her uh, plot relevance is, you know, moderate. And, you know, I mean, she's a sexy cave lady. So, I mean, that's about what she has going for her. Um, Ellie, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about Xenogears. So, I kind of just had to look around. And, you know, um ultimately she's pretty cool like she's a cool character like the whole gear thing um it just you know it, it is it is what it is i mean so i had to rely mostly on nick's knowledge for that one but that happens um then we have uh jane from wild arms it's still like your your sassy cow chick uh she's really cool um ranked uh, rated fairly high um, then there's Jean. We all know Jean. That's a, that's a given, you know, cause big boobs, sultry attitude kind of thing. Like what, yeah, I mean, you're not going to get any more, uh, objectified than her as a character. Uh, Lineth, that's, that's Nick's golden girl. Um, Luna, you know, uh, the, the goddess herself, she has, she ranked uh, very highly in sort of like out of combat stuff because she's she's highly relevant to the plot. Um, the uh, general awesomeness was low, and the her uh, in combat was middling because she has you know like a healer and a support role. But you know um, she did okay. Lynn, uh, Fire Emblem ladies we determined are going to be difficult. Because they're in their couple games, the art style um, lends itself to art style and limited dialogue of those games. Sometimes just kind of pull away. Uh, even though she did rate highly, because she is, you know, like that that game in particular that uh, you do get a lot of dialogue. You get a lot of the characters, so you get to know Lynn fairly well. Um, but is she the best unit in that game? No. So that's kind of where that went. Morgan. Um, you know, Dragon Age, that, like, they highly sensualize your relationship with female characters in that game because, you you know, you can g get high enough to have uh, sex with them. And it's open kind of narrative kind of makes it difficult to justify her role in the plot because, uh, you know, most of it can be optional, whether you talk to her, deal with her, or even fucking care. Um, so, again, that was another difficult one. Nina, you know, 
Nina ended up scoring fairly high because not only is she uh, an attractive lady, but she gets to do the whole like uh, seraph angel thing without actually being an angel character. She's a bird character, and um, especially in this past Breath of Fire 2, like, she really stood on her own as a cool character, and, uh, from what I can see in the upcoming game, she's really gonna stand tall in those as well. So, uh, as a reoccurring, like, main character that, you know, that, that rates her high out of combat and in combat, she's an incredibly powerful spellcaster. Um, Pearl, one of my favorite contestants to make it this far, um, because, like I've said before, that game surprised the hell out of me. Like, I really enjoyed it. And I really thought that was a cool, um, kind of plot. The Pearl plot. Because she goes kind of here to there, and she's mostly helpless. And all of a sudden, you know, something flips, and she's back to being this badass warrior. Don't take no shit from nobody. With a giant shell hammer. And, I don't know, like, I really enjoyed that character. So, you know, um... Then there's Quistus. Everybody loves Quistus. Uh, she's, you know, Final Fantasy VIII was for dreamy teenagers. All right, it's got this really heavy love um, plot. It's got the sexy teacher. It's got all these like teenagers who were destined to be together, um, but had kind of lost the memory of their childhood friendship. Like, it's a really weird story, and it's... That's why I think anybody that played it when they were, say, 13 to 16, maybe even a little younger than, like, 12 to 16, really identify with 8... Um, more than others in the series, even if 8 does or does not hold up. We haven't reviewed 8, and I don't really want to go into depth on 8 uh, right now. But uh, I think that the story and plot, and it's just kind of like a really high-concept, like, you know, after-school drama special. I don't really know how to describe it. But Quistus, you know, she's she's a foxy Final Fantasy lady, man. Uh, then there's Sylvanas. Sylvanas, you know, um, that's one that Nick didn't know a whole lot about. And, you know, I always get the groans every time I talk about World of Warcraft. But what you have to say about the game is whatever. You know, um, this is a character that comes from Warcraft 3 and forward. And the the storylines in Warcraft I find really interesting, even if some of them are kind of derivative of others. Like, the whole uh, mythos is really awesome, and she plays not, like, an upfront role in a lot of those stories, but a important role in many stories nonetheless. And um, aside from the sexy undead uh, elf lady thing, I guess she has going for her, that was never, you know, she's never on my radar for that because she's a corpse. But, you know... Um, general awesomeness kind of thing she's always rated she would rate really high for me because of you know just her history there and it's a long storied history that's hard to explain here in a short podcast um if i did a podcast on world of warcraft i might have you know i could probably do little lore sections but that's a whole nother um bucket of bolts so sylvanas um then there's tear um, I have little to no experience with any of the Tales series. Um, my wife has played a couple of them. She really enjoys them. Um, from what I could find about Tear, she's pretty cool. She's kind of got that uh, 
that stern, uh, straight edge kind of uh, attitude, very cold. But you know, it's just she's also does the whole fucking really. I you know what I'm doing up here. Um, and she, you know, she kind of just like does that whole anime squee thing. It's all cute, kind of you know stuff. Um. Velvet's kind of more or less the same, where uh, it's a, a game I don't really have a whole lot of experience with. Um, cool character, rated uh, pretty high based on everything I could find and everything Nick told me. Then Violetta, um, I spoke about her a little earlier. She, um, she is a, you know, like, she's a villain. She's a recurring villain, and, you know, she looks really cool. Her costume's really cool. Um, the story's, you know, middling at best, like, her involvement. She's just kind of love-obsessed with this this bad guy, and she follows him around and does that whole thing. It's very tropey. But, I mean, she carries a cool scythe. Like, she's got this, you know, bright red corset. And, like, I was watching some of the fights against her, and she's really... Um, she's got some really cool attacks as far as, you know, she can use some pretty decent spells and, like, the whole fanning, like, like fanning out knives thing is really sweet. So, um, and that's kind of, you know, how we came to our decisions on a lot of these. So, you know, I'm not going to go down the list and give you both of our ratings for each of them because that would take forever and, you know, I don't, I don't have 100% of Nick's argument behind a lot of his ratings. So what I'm going to do for each of the three categories, which we did, we did in combat, out of combat, and general awesomeness. All right, those are the three main categories, and we averaged our scores together to give the plus any that we're sent in to get the final score for a character. Okay, and then I rated the top, uh, the top eight from each of the three categories, and then me and Nick, you know, back and forth decided who would be cut. Um, based on their final scores now um, and their their general appeal like if they you know if they didn't have a whole lot to, to offer going forward then they might have got cut even though they had a rating slightly higher than somebody else because that kind of middle in like six through ten kind of area of like if we rated them ranked them all like from highest to lowest like the six through ten area was really close like the difference was maybe half a point and a lot of stuff so we kind of had to be more subjective than the scores we based them on okay so first up uh the in combat ratings uh one through eight and this isn't in order um that just kind of typed them as i was going up and down the list looking so we have ayla from chrono trigger uh lynn from fire emblem Tear from Tales, Elham from El Elihem. I don't. I'm. I don't know how to say. It. From Xenogears, uh, Sylvanas from WoW, Jean, Nina, and Lenith. Okay, those are the highest ranked in combat ones. Out of combat, again, not in order. I just kind of worked my way across the list, putting them down as I saw. We have uh, Lenith, Jean, Sylvanas, Nina, Velvet, Tear, Ayla. And Luna. So, um, then general awesomeness, we have Jean, Violetta, Pearl, and Velvet, Lenith, Sylvanas, Quistus, and Jane. Um, 
that's all eight of those. And so these are the these eight contestants that I'm going to list here are the ones that are moving on to the swimsuit portion, and we will cut the field in half again after the swimsuit portion. Now, currently, we have a guest lined up for the swimsuit portion, and so we'll have three opinions to go by instead of two. Um, I should have have replaced the AC up here by then, so I will be able to record uh, in the studio instead of doing some fucked up rig downstairs off some shitty laptop or something like God knows. I don't want to do that. So, um, and what we want you guys to do for this, just like the ones of you who did send in ratings for that, this previous portion, um, we want you to head over to the forums and post your favorite safe, well, non-nude picture of these contestants, okay? So that's why we're calling it the swimsuit proportion. We don't want to go full fucking hentai all over the forums, okay? We're just looking for, you know, a swimsuit shot, you know, maybe a lingerie shot. It's close. But, you know, they still wearing something, guys. Like, don't get fully fucked up on me now. I don't need that kind of shit in my life um put them over there and we'll just you know each judge will end up picking their favorite picture and then we'll kind of discuss the merits of each of their uh yeah so we're gonna just take objectification and just step that forward a whole nother notch and actually score them because we're terrible but anyway the eight contestants are gene lineth sylvanas tear Ayla, Nina, Velvet, and Quistus. Okay? Um, send them in. Send in your opinions on that party. Send in your opinions on this part. Did we fuck up? Did we screw the pooch? Whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's basically that. Uh, you know, if you disagree with us, then, you know, not saying tough shit, I'm saying, you know, email us, uh, go to the forums, tell us how bad we fucked up, that kind of thing. Say, God damn it, you know, I'd rather you not have an episode or not do the episode than me having to list to fucking Brent talk by himself for half an hour. Whatevs, you can take that and shove it. Um, so, next up, our buddies, our true friends of the show, um... Blaine and James, over from Is It Worth It, started their own... Well, not their own. Well, it is their own. They started another podcast, I guess is what I'm getting at. The heat's getting to me. Um, called Video Games The Movie. Now, it's a podcast. It's a short-form podcast where they talk about um, movies based on video games and video game culture. Okay? Um, we're hosting over at our website, and that's um, there's a lot of... Some stuff working on. I'm working on behind the scenes. Maybe I'll talk about here in a minute if I feel like it after I finish talking about this. Um, it has already. It has already hit iTunes. The feed went up early this morning. Um, it took a surprising long time for iTunes to approve that feed for some reason. Um, like every other time I've, I've sent them a feed, like I've gotten it overnight. Like it took like almost two, two, three full days um, for that to hit. But that happens. I mean, they do tell you to. You know, it could take a few days. So, what I want everyone to do, everyone that has left us a rating or review on iTunes, alright, I know you're capable, I love you all, and I hate to ask you to do something more, but for these two awesome guys, find Video Games the Movie in iTunes, it's like a little, it's a purple logo, the first uh, episode about Wing Commander is up, 
everyone go listen to that episode and leave them a rating and review. Because if we can get as many as we can in up front, you kind of rig the system, maybe we can push them up to new and noteworthy and get some people listening to that show. Um, yeah, it's fucking rig the deck. Go over there, man. I mean, it doesn't take much to push somebody to new and noteworthy. So that's that's kind of that. Um, I didn't kind of ask his permission, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to play like play a little bit of it so you guys can uh, kind of see if that's something you're into. But I'm going to tell you you'll be into it. Um, you know, so just here we go. Yeah, watch movie based on video games. Think to yourself, this is kind of strange. Mario is British. Luigi's Latino. Cuba's played by a goddamn weirdo. Well, that's video games and movie. Video games and movie. Video games and movie. Podcast. Horrific. Just the mouth moved, and they, they look like they would have uh, weighed a ton and been really hot to have been in. And it was just, I mean, they they could have literally done a better job if they had just put, like, makeup on the actors themselves to make, blows up and she's just floating around in space. And, and she only has an hour of oxygen. Yep. Why would they build an escape pod with an hour of oxygen? I don't know, or some means to produce it. I mean, we... Yeah, so, and that's kind of that's kind of the gist. Um, I really loved it. I got it a little bit early. Um I've actually listened to it twice already, so it's awesome. Um, those guys are having a great time over there. We really um, want you to go listen to that and leave a rating review for them because they're awesome. Um, so, yeah, I was... See, I don't know how much I want to talk about because if I talk about it, then I make it, like, official, and then I got to, like, do shit. And I'm just kind of playing with some ideas um, for providing more content. Now, I know the other feed, the tabletop feed, is a little behind because we did have a stopgap in us playing and um, that kind of thing, and i got to get an episode posted. I've got a few recordings to do post on, and I'll get those posted. But that's that's always just going to be us recording what we're doing anyway and putting it up for those that are interested to listen to. But I'm talking about like uh, shows kind of on the level of value that I put into this show normally. And now it would be you know stuff that I would you know, purposely decided to provide extra content on, um, over at the website, and, you know, I'm playing with a few ideas, um, I'd really like to make Lists and Liquor its own show, so instead of having it as a, um, every once in a while part of this show, um, to have it its own show, maybe like a once a month thing, where, um, me and whoever wants to participate, gets a little fucked up and we talk about our favorite things because that's basically what it is and the problem with listen liquor on this show is we try and keep it topic relevant and that can really uh bite us in the ass sometimes because we have to get more and more sort of esoteric with the list you know because it won't be long before we're like uh top five female doctors in RPGs that are not part of the play part, you know, kind of getting like, it just, it's, it's going to get really weird. Um, if we keep playing around in the genre, um, even if, if you guys have more ideas of lists, you'd like us to do both on topic and off topic, email them into the show. Um, I'd love to read through all of them. I answer every email you guys send. So send them in. Don't be afraid. I'm not, I'm not mean. Nick might be, but he doesn't see those unless I send them to him. Um, same goes for the the Twitter account. 
Um, that's that's mostly me. Nick does the forums, and there's some really cool guys in the forums, guys. Um, really, you know, want some more people in there talking because uh, the guys that are in there, you know, they're in there talking to themselves and you know, amongst themselves, and they're really nice guys, all of them that are in there. Um, and they love talking about... Uh, there's some really cool discussions about what they're playing other than RPGs and, you know... I think there's a good Pokemon Go thread in there. Like, there's all kinds of stuff happening in there. I wish I had more time to um, participate more in that forum. But the I do drop in every now and then. And, of course, you know, I respond to all the emails and tweets that we get. Um, you know, so aside from the List and Laker thing, you know, um, me and Marcus are on a raid team together in WoW. And we considered maybe, you know, we should do a WoW podcast. It, that's kind of up in the air. You know, um, got a few other ideas kicking around. Like I'd like to do a single man show that's just kind of like a like an audio journal, like an audio blog kind of thing. Um, but it all comes down to if I got time to do it. Um, those are just things that you know working on. If you know you guys would like to see more content from this little group of people, then um, please. You know, let us know if you're like, yeah, I love what uh, Brent, Nick, Blaine, James, all these people do. You know, definitely let us know and tell us you want more of it. So, because it's definitely a a really rewarding hobby, I guess you could call it, because that's what it is. So, you know, I think that's about all I got for you guys. I mean, I know everybody's out there playing Pokemon Go. I mean... I don't want to make this the Pokemon Go podcast, but, uh, you know, I've been playing a bit. You know, I grew up on Pokemon, so it's really cool to see. I wasn't going to get into it, but my wife's like, you got to play, you got to play. And as a, I get to travel all around the countryside um, as part of my job. So, uh, unfortunately, I have an unfair advantage when it comes to, you know, the amount of Pokestops I, I uh, end up stopping next to on a regular basis. So, I mean, I, I just... You know, it is it is what it is. Uh, you know, I've been playing for like uh, maybe a week and a half. I'm already level 16, and I got you know all this crap going on. And I don't know how long I'll be playing it because it's just kind of more or less r- rinse repeat. But it's really cool. Um, Team Instinct, I guess. Right, that's the yellow one. Team Instinct. Yeah, that's one. That's what I am. Um, so I mean, yeah. Uh, Oh, there's also a thread on the forums for, uh, like, to share, like, uh, online gamer tags. So if people listening to the show want to play things together, like, whether it be Steam, PS4, Xbox uh, kind of stuff, um, they're doing all that over there. So that's that's cool stuff. So I guess I'll just, you know, I'm really running out of breath from fucking sweating. These goddamn headphones are soaked through. Um, let's see here. I can go ahead and I think we'll just close out the show. Um, thanks for listening to the entire show, I guess. I mean, I'm really sorry that, uh, I guess I should stop apologizing. Uh, you know, it probably is not making this great any better. Oh, God. All right. Yeah, so much for that. Beautiful, beautiful ska music, people. All right. So, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Each one counts. And we love you for it. Helps us get noticed by more ears. All right? Yeah. You can send us an podca- uh, email at podcast at therpgshow.com. Our home on the web is therpgshow.com. That's where our forums and links to other shows are all right there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. Make sure you listen to our friends, 
Blaine and James over at Is It Worth It and the Video Games the Movie Podcast. I think that's it. I don't have anybody to tell you goodbye, so I'm just gonna do this stupid thing all the way through. Doodle, 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 doodle. I, I can't do it. I'm out of breath. Fuck me. That's, yep, that's the thing. Bye, everybody. Love you. Fuck, I need a beer.